So I got these new headphones. Yeah. And they make my voice sound really good. I'm jealous. Um, they, they also don't look like um, a set my, of Mickey Mouse ears on my head. Well, my headphone, uh, there was this po- group of podcasters making fun of these kind of headphones, if you could see me. And it, it's like uh, they described it as like a 20 year old um, at like a, a coffee shop that's wearing his Carhartt beanie on the top. Oh, yeah. They're not covering his ears. That's because they have like a double layer. Yeah. Because they're not expensive. Yeah, I these were a little more pricey. So the build quality in these. I, I meant I mentioned in the last uh, podcast we recorded that um, I didn't have money for bookmarks, but somehow I could afford these. <laughs> yeah, the uh, funds. I could afford these headphones, which are a little more expensive. They're they're not the nicest, but they're they nicer. they do fit. You know, I got like a little peanut brain size head, <laughs> so um, it fits a lot better. Also, like uh, they look like they wouldn't hurt your ears. No, they feel great around my tiny little ears. You know, I was w- listening to another podcast, and uh, the guy said... We, we don't reference. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. We don't, oh. I'm, no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> but uh, it's funny because they stopped wearing headphones, and the guy was like, "Why?" I, I, like, I'm requesting a pair of headphones, and he said, we stopped doing it because someone hurt their ear, and they tried suing us. Uh, what? Yeah, the guests were, um, like, I guess annoyed and irritated that they... Uh, this must be a pretty big... Podcast. Oh, it's a very big podcast. Because in this podcast studio here, which <laughs> is not very big. We don't care about you. <laughs> it is aesthetically pleasing. When we get some cameras in here, people oh, are yeah. going to be like, wow. I'm excited. Um, but I don't know anything about how to video. A, like, I see that people do it on TikTok and Instagram, and they do it really well. And not everyone has, like, multi-thousand dollar cameras. But yeah, uh, they do it. And I don't know how. It took me a long time to figure out how to do this. Cause Just to get our voices. I'm getting, you know, I said I'm almost 35. And that's the point where the next generation comes in. And i just like, those kids, they just know how to do everything. I don't know how to By do anything. By the time anything. you figure out video, it'll be holograms. It'll just be. Yeah. Like, it'll be like R2-D2. Just shows I'm going to get chat GPT um, to just copy our voices. Yeah. And, um just go back and listen to some podcasts that we've already done and just say, just start talking about this topic and we won't even have actually have to do this anymore mm. um, because the AI will already know what we're going to be talking about. Sounds legit. Probably could do a better job than me. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> not a single doubt in my mind, but, but not just you, better than me too. Um, hey guys, we are the Black Sheep of Culture, uh, the 99 Black. 99. I'm loving these headphones because they make me... I sound way better in my headphones than I probably sound through whatever device you're listening through. Well, right I have now. the cheap headphones, so <laughs> still sound the same. still sound terrible to you. Um, and uh, yeah, we're just hanging out. Um, I just had something happen to me today again for like the third time this month. This is really, I mean, this isn't a black sheep of culture type issue, but I've had three kidney stones this month. God, no. And I don't know what's happening because um, one thing that the listeners may not know is I've actually been fasting energy drinks. Um, and Saturday is actually 40 days will be 40 days. Uh, and then I'll pick them back up again. Um, I'm, I assume I will, <laughs> if, my body can, if my body can handle it. Yeah. But, uh, so I was like, you know, of course I cut out pretty much everything but water and I have a problem with kidney stones already, but I won't anymore because I cut out the one thing that might, uh, elevate my chances of having a kidney stone. Mm. 
Nope, that's incorrect. I've had more kidney stones since I started fasting energy drinks. So it's almost like the ghost sour watermelon is the lifeblood <laughs> of my kidneys and my bladder and everything that it, makes it work you just, properly. You just run better on energy drinks. Yeah, I know? just I do. It just that's the way God made me. That's like you know running eighty seven or ninety three. Like yeah, I'm running run. I'm running full octane on them bad boys, <laughs> but uh, now I'm just on the regular unleaded this this water and it's just not doing the it's just not doing what that I need first it to sip, do. Though, is going to be euphoric. Like it's going to, you're going to have like I my eyes are going to go cross. Shrink your eyes down. I remember the first time I had an energy drink and I was like, dude, I am I am see I am hearing colors. And I'm seeing sound, buddy, because oh, yeah. uh, it was a rain, and they were like 300 milligrams. Back in the day. And uh, I cut back to a 200 milligram. But, yeah, I was like, I haven't eaten anything, and I am I'm, I'm <laughs> hearing the rainbow right now. So shout out Ghost Rain uh, Celsius on my end. I love y'all. Y'all, yeah. are, y'all keep the world running. <laughs> yeah, we, we want a sponsorship. Um, so one thing that I had on my mind today is I had interacted with uh, someone on the internet today. I interacted with them just a while ago, but it was on my mind because they were, uh, like their page name is, I won't say what their page name is, but it was about deconstruction. And it had me thinking that, uh, like in our very first episode, I made a comment on deconstructors, and I said that they're lazy, and I was talking a little bit of crap. And so I was, actually started feeling a little bit convicted about that. Yeah. Um, because uh, the more I assessed the situation, what I did in that situation was I lumped everybody in. I, like, lumped everybody's story and said that deconstructors are lazy. And it's the exact same thing that I would see on deconstruction TikTok. Uh, say, um, I was raised in a terrible church. Yep. And... Um, you know, I left Christianity, now I'm deconstructing, and that's because look at these Christians, and look at their churches, and look how jacked up they are, and so I was thinking, I pretty much just did what they do um, with that comment, and so I thought um, it'd be good to, to toss this idea around and see, you know, we want to improve uh, as believers. Um, we obviously think we're right, <laughs> doesn't doesn't everybody think that they're right? Yeah. And so we think we're right, but um, there's also a lot of grace and gentleness and humbleness that comes with um, following Christ. And golly, we get in our own way. We like mm-hmm. you know um, our attitudes don't reflect Christ all the time, and we make comments like that comment that I made in the very first episode. It's like now I'm thinking, you know, I made that comment, and I want a deconstructioner to listen to this show and uh what if they don't because i because i just made like a comment where i looped everybody in yeah and so it got me on this this thought of you know are people idiots for (laughs) not agreeing with us or not if they are we're talking atheist any other religion someone that was christian are you an idiot Mm. for not agreeing with us and uh, I have some thoughts on it, but what are your first thoughts when I when I kind of pose that question? Um, the way you pose it <laughs> just <laughs> makes me really pause for a second. Um, well, I would be a liar to say that my human instinct uh, is it going to say, yeah, I feel that way um, initially. 
right? Uh, because I am flesh, you know, my human nature is to um, do the opposite. It says it in scripture that uh, our sinful nature wants to do the opposite of what the Holy Spirit wants us to do. So my initial thought is, yeah, they're an idiot. Yeah. And, and nine times out of ten, um, the arguments I see, and like you said, lumping the 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 um the ones that have the platform, the ones yeah, the one with the predominant platform is kind of the one you latch on to and say, yeah, you're an idiot. Yes. Um, and so anybody that's when I go into the comment section mm-hmm. and I see you, people being like, I agree with this, this is spot on. It's like, I all of you are morons. Yeah. That's like you know your first instinct but, because we're right. But then like thinking about it now, like as I'm processing that question. I don't think you are an idiot to deconstruct or challenge. Um, I don't want to use the word deconstruct because if you're a deconstructionist, I feel like you should be a reconstructionist. Like you can break it down, but re rebuild it. And Um, that's what I said in that episode where I said like anybody can break apart ideas, but it's, it's building ideas together. And I have some thoughts that I want to add to that, but I want to let you continue what you're saying. And I I think that challenging, um, especially if you're in a legalistic church or you feel like the person that's, uh, the, the shepherd of your church, the pastor, the elders are not, um, you know, aligning with doctrine and what the Bible's saying, then yeah, I would, I wouldn't blame you for, I would, I would challenge that. And I would kind of break that down and let's go back to the bare bones and like the, the concrete foundation. Um, unfortunately though, I see a lot of people, they don't do that. And then they have Swiss cheese. Um, I call Swiss cheese theology, but it's just very patchy and, and, and not consistent. And then, um, like I, like the statistic I knew was that like, I think it was like three out of four progressive Christians either end up atheists or they end up going with like a, a polytheistic religion because uh, the thing that was intended to be all inclusive and, and, and accepting of everybody, like accepting of um, all these different ideas and uh, and thoughts about the Bible really just misled a lot of people and it's not concrete at all. Well, like, you know, the idea on that you hear a lot is that God is love. And we've talked about that. I think I mentioned it last time we talked, but um, so a lot of people go in with that, like Mm -hmm. church leaders. And that's like the tool to like grab a person. That's not a Christian. God is love. And it's like, okay, well I want to be loved. Everybody wants to be loved. But um, then there's all this other stuff that Mm -hmm. they teach around it. Some people get caught up in cults. Some people just get caught up in, pastors that don't know their Bibles. Some get caught up in conspiracy theorist church. Um, this one person uh, that I saw today is kind of referencing all this is they came from a cultish, like uh, what we call fundamental Baptist church. And we super legalistic, right? Those churches are like crazy legalistic. Yeah. They, they would be like the Pharisees of um, Christianity, I would say as far as how they approach uh, the Bible. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of abuse in those churches, and that's what we see. And so, you know, when I'm asking this question, are you an idiot for not agreeing with us? Are you an idiot for being a deconstructionist? Are you an idiot for being a progressive Christian? Which, um, 
is something that we're going to dive into a lot more because I think this idea of progressive Christianity is very dangerous because it's not biblical, Yeah, but um, it has some of the attributes of God with love and acceptance, which is 100% true, but um, God does love you, but he... He wants better. He wants certain things for you yeah. that are better for you than you want for you. Yeah. Um, it's like me with my kids. They don't know how to be mature until I show them how to be mature. Mm-hmm. If I never show them how to be mature, they will be kids forever. Mm. If you see somebody that it, um, is born with a mental disability, um, and they're the ones uh, sometimes they're stuck like acting like a child their whole life, mm-hmm. um, and they're stuck in that in that system, right? Because of their disability. Um, if you have a grown up that does not have a disability, but they still like that, you're like, you know, something's wrong. Yeah. And so, uh, I want to train them, my kids to, um, grow up. Right. Yeah. And the, the church, uh, um, doesn't prepare, always prepare people for that. And we can't beat up on people who just haven't been given the opportunity, but we do have to challenge them. Yeah. You know, well, um, you know, uh, about this topic, Mike Winger spoke on it. I listened to a couple of his commentaries on this and he said, we says, highly recommend pastor Mike Winger. He's on YouTube. Yeah, Shout out Mike. He's awesome. Um, and he was basically saying if he, he went into the story about his mom and I'm, I'm trying to like sum it up. So I don't want to, um, cause the, you know, any, I don't want to do any damage to what he was saying, but what it was is that basically his mom had appendicitis and she's just, you know, kind of having these symptoms and instead of ignoring it, you know, he, he's like, mom, like, so he goes to this medical book, starts looking through it, sees the symptoms, starts recognizing, oh my gosh, like you have appendicitis. Um, and so, and his mom and they end up discovering that's actually correct. And she gets her appendix moved and she's saved. Right. And so the whole thing was, is that, you know, with the progressive, how that incorporates progressive Christianity is like, yes, there is some symptoms, some, um, things that are, are, are damaging. Like you said, like legalism, um, people abusing power, people not, uh, knowing their Bible and, misleading people like or like who were just um like completely uh like teaching the bible wrong Mm -hmm. like they were just putting their own interpretations on it instead of what god's word is actually saying and so you don't want to ignore that because it just continues to fester and get worse and worse and worse so yeah you should assess it you should look at it reference what god's word is saying and then you know attack or not attack, but remove the issue, remove, which yeah. was in that case was her appendix where we have like, if, if the leader of this church is completely misleading people, then the eldership should take, take that person and, and, and remove them from that authority and, and assess it that way. And so I think progressive Christianity when it started uh, or how it started. I don't know if there was like a movement year, but basically like I understand the mentality behind like we need to really as- adjust and assess what is going on because we're seeing too much of this trend. It's like a pendulum where it just swings so yeah. hard to legalism. I would say in the 90s, early 2000s, Absolutely. really 
legalistic to say, well, we got to pull back from that. But you pull so hard that it just swings the other way. And it's like, you know what? Everything is okay because God loves you the way you are. And then mm-hmm. you don't have to do, you don't, nothing should change about you. Yeah. You know, when you come into contact with Christ, it shouldn't change you that much. Yeah. He, just, he just wants you to be happy, and which is a major false gospel. So you got both ends of the spectrum and they're just off. Yeah. And now we're seeing it because I saw it at first and I was like, okay, I kind of get what's going on. Wasn't really educated on it. Wasn't educated myself on the Bible and what God's word was saying. So I'll be like transparent on that. But now I'm seeing it go to, you know, a different doctrine to now like you, the reason you don't understand what I'm saying is because you don't have the, a PhD, you don't have this. And then it's like this special knowledge where like you're seeing almost like Gnosticism back mm-hmm, in the Bible yeah. days um, where it's like, it's gone so far. It's like, hold up. This isn't Christianity anymore. This isn't we're not even like pulling. Are you pulling from the same Bible that I'm saying? Because like, you're not wanting to acknowledge other scripture. You're like, we don't need the old Testament anymore. It's just gone to this. Like if the reason you don't agree with me is not because we're not reading the same thing. It's because I have a special knowledge. I have a, a better understanding and I've been studying this long and hard. Like you're, I have a PhD in this and, and you just are in a different bias. And that's why, um, and so that, when you get to that and then you're telling people that like, oh, I have this special knowledge and like, that's why that's in my, you just don't understand the text. Well, that, in my you opinion, know, you're just, you just been misinterpreting the text because a bunch of guys told you yeah. that's what the text said. Yeah. So that's why you believe it. When you, when you start acting like that and you are, um, belittling and, and putting people down that are trying to just conversate with you on this that's when you fall in the idiocracy for me like Mm -hmm. you fall in that idiotic box where i'm like that's just plain dumb like that's not um not for like i'm not i'm just saying like that act that personality of this very oh we know something you don't and like you'll just never understand it like that's dumb because yeah, like, like you're just hard-hearted or you're just cold-hearted yeah that you won't you won't even see our side yeah it's dangerous for sure so i see like two different groups that we've discussed we talked about people who are deconstructing from their faith and then we have uh, another group of what we call progressive christians who are uh changing the definitions mm-hmm. of faith and so um as we're talking about this, that like, how do we, how do we have open conversations? Because we're saying, are you an idiot? Is that person an idiot? And I'm saying, no, they're not. Like <laughs> yeah. my, my narcissist side of my prideful side wants to come out and be like, you're just dumb. You don't know what the Bible says, or you're just dumb. And, uh, you, you just had a bad experience and now you're blaming it on everybody. And, what at the heart of the matter, it's not getting down to the individual. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing, um, that, you know, in this world of the internet where there's just so many opinions out there, we lump people together and it's hard to see the -hmm. individual in front of you. And that's what I'm trying to shift in myself. And I have, I have made this mistake plenty of times, um, and I've, and I actually feel very convicted about it, which is one reason I wanted to talk about it. Like, I feel bad that I have approached non-believers at yeah. times uh, in a way, um, and usually not face to face. It's usually keyboard warrior, you know. Yeah. 
um, because you can't see the other person on the other side. You don't know their story. And so I think that, you know, we have to say there is a truth. We do not believe in any type of way that truth is subjective, like I have my truth and you have your truth. And that's a very big saying that's going around yeah. um, right now. But uh, we we come at there is objective truth that something is true and something is false. Something is right and something yeah. is wrong. But uh, And we're not going to waver on that. But also we have to look across the aisle and say, that's a person made in God's image. Yeah. And Jesus tells us to be the salt and the light. I think it's Matthew 16, I think. Um, but he talks about, I'm getting a text from Nikki Haley for president, so excuse that. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, Matthew 16, um, doo -doo -doo, no, Matthew 5, Matthew 5, 13, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And it talks about uh, being the salt and the light. And so being the light is very clear, like, you know, it's something to look to, right? Yeah. So uh, if you're listening to this and you're not a believer or, um, you know, you're just trying to figure out what we're talking about. And even as a Christian, like, we're called to be the light. So other people should look around, look at you, say, yeah. wow, you really light up. Yeah. Um, you know, your life is a light, right? And so that's attractive, just like a moth to a, to a flame. Yeah. Um, but the other part is the salt. And salt has two purposes that uh, we see in Scripture. One is to preserve. So this is where, like, we hold to the truth, right? We are the salt where we preserve the truth of the gospel of the Bible, that we believe the Bible is inerrant, and uh, it is God's word. And um, there's a lot of, like, deep teaching you could go into to explain the history of the Bible, but um, the Bible is a beautiful book, and we believe it is 100% inspired by the Holy Spirit of God. But the other thing is that salt tastes good. Mm -hmm. I mean, you want to load up on some salt, man. You get you some fries, load uh, get the McDonald's oh, fries. Man, I go to McDonald's. And they, ooh, they stirring things up with some salt. And I'm like, that is so good. You got yeah. them nice and crispy. You're like, man, that salt tastes good. Oh, man, yeah. that salt tastes good. And so as uh, someone that's, you know, trying to share your faith, to especially to someone that has been through some trauma. Church hurt. Yeah, church <laughs> hurt that uh, your words taste good, not because you're trying, it's not like um, arsenic, like you're trying to like sneak in of yeah. something, but it's just like, be Christ. Yeah, be a Christ follower. Yeah. Be genuinely loving. We're not. We're not out here. Um, our mission is not to convert. Our mission is to love, and we pray that you will be converted because we believe in the truth, and yeah. we want you to experience that. I want people to experience the love that I experience from God. But I love my kids, but that doesn't mean I never spank them. You know. Yeah. So sometimes there's uh, discipline that comes along with it. Um, so the salt tastes good, and when I'm thinking about, I eat, I think one thing that all people may have in common, and I'm trying not to speak in a way where I just lump everybody together, but I think uh, when you're talking about progressive Christianity and people who have deconstructed from the faith, these are people who have experienced trauma, church hurt. Mm -hmm. They've experienced some bad followers of Christ, some people that claim to follow Christ that have not. The Bible says that uh, many will say, Lord, Lord, have I not done this in your name? Have I not cast out demons in your name? And so depart from me, I never knew you. So we know yeah. that there are people out there who are false followers. Yeah. They're false teachers. And they kind of spoil it for everybody. And 
you know, my challenge through talking about this is like, how can we see, how can we look at a person and say, you're a person made in God's image and we disagree, but I'm, I'm just trying to be Jesus to yeah. you. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, so if you're willing to have a conversation, man, that is right there. Right. Um, and just to make sure my statement was clear earlier, those people that I was talking about that fall in the idiot box is because they don't want to have a conversation. They don't even want to try to. I would agree. If, you know, you're, if you're refusing to have a conversation, like that's a bigger problem. And that's a big, I mean, that's yeah. a problem that we face. It, it would be not, somebody would call me an idiot. Um, and, you know, it sounds like such a harsh term when we're recording this on the podcast. But like uh, somebody would call me an idiot if I was to not, hear someone out or have questions. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. I don't even want to acknowledge it. I don't even want to conversate to this. And you might show me a different um, side of something I'd never seen before. I didn't have this outlook on this, or I didn't understand that this is how the word was translated. Like there's so many things that like, it would be dumb of me not to mm -hmm. be willing to have a conversation and just start there. Um, so with these people that, so like I look at deconstructionists as like, um, we've done home renovations together. How fast can we tear down a wall? Tear it down quick, dude. dude. Like 15 I, minutes. I am the demolition king. You are the demo guy. Dude, you, you, if you give me permission for five seconds to yeah. tear down a wall, to take out a cabinet, do your, I had your entire kitchen like ripped out oh, yeah. in like an hour. Yeah, we, we, were, we had the whole kitchen ripped apart in an hour. It's taken me six months <laughs> to get it back together. <laughs> That's right? a whole nother story. I mean, but like... Like, think about that. And it didn't have to take this it didn't long, Connor. It didn't have to take this long. This was in my own stubbornness, my own, oh, I'm just going to wait this off. My point is, though, is how this aligns with it is that, yeah, man, tear down that wall. Like, challenge it. Like, I, like I deconstructed a lot of things because I was so tired of getting kicked in the teeth with um, – not concrete doctrine. Yeah. And was like no, no footing. No, no footing. No, ground to stand no roots. On. Looked like an I looked like an idiot mm -hmm. because I knew nothing, right? Um and I was going off of uh rep, like commentary. I wasn't even like reading the and Bible. You were probably fine with not knowing anything. Yeah. I did cuz I did, and so my thing is is that if you're going to tear down that wall, be ready to roll up your sleeves and start building it back up. That's what happens. I feel like that's what happens with deconstructionists, and that's why they turn away from their faith, is that they break it down. It's quick to and easy to break it down. It right? is. If, especially if you have a bad leader. Um, as, you know, It says, be aware, weary of people, uh, of, of wolves in sheep clothing. Right? They will look like the most innocent thing in the world, and they are devouring wolves. Like just And so, yeah, it'll be, it'll be easy and quick for you to bring that to light and be like, yeah, you're completely wrong. But then what you're what you need to do after that, just because that person's wrong, like if you get food poisoning one time, you don't stop eating out at restaurants like you just go to a different you, you go to a different restaurant. You and just, I actually saw this comment. Somebody said that comment on a, someone's page of deconstructing and their response was like, you're not understanding my trauma. And so that kind of leads me to this question of, you know, someone has kind of been yeah. through the ringer. And, you know, they're not following Jesus, but, you know, we feel like your house is on fire yeah. and we got, we're trying to get you out of there because like going to hell, you know, that's yeah. kind of like, that's in the back of our mind. We're, we're worried about your soul. You're, yeah. we don't want you to be separated from God. So we're like, the house is on fire. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So, um, but the person that's hearing this are saying, oh, you're saying you don't stop eating at a restaurant, but like you haven't had the food poisoning 
that I've, I've had. had. It like yeah. it's been terrible. And you don't like that just shows me that you don't understand the type of stuff that I've been through. Yeah. And, and so that, how much space like what do we do? How much space do we give them? How do we approach it? I mean the way I look at it is like help me understand. Like let's let's walk through this together. That's what we're like I feel like we're called as Christians, as brothers and sisters in Christ. Like I, yeah, I don't know what my sister I have a sibling. I have a sister. I don't know what my sister's facing day to day. But yeah. if my if I call my sister, I'm like, Hey, how's everything going? And she lashes out to me and you're like, You don't understand. I'm like, Help me. I don't yeah. know anything. You gotta you gotta talk to me. Let's find let, help me understand first. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I'd say. And then where are you where are you getting that? Where are you finding that? Right? Um I've had people say wild comments like, oh, the Bible doesn't support women or it doesn't, um, it, it hates, uh, you know, it's racist. I've, I've seen all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, okay, if you, that, that's your statement. Let's pause there. Like, let's, let's hear, I'll hear you out. Go ahead. I'll hear you explain out. It, explain Let, it to me. I let's to just know. talk about this. Not with emotion. Just show me in scripture. With his, so. I think people are scarred though, because like how often can you actually have a conversation, conversation with somebody and they just not rip you to shreds? Yeah. I mean, and, and so it's from RN, the person that's not a deconstructionist, the person that believes that the word of God, it will never fail and is truth. I think that we should hear them out. I'm I, I'm always willing to hear somebody else. I've had some crazy, crazy, um, wild things come off, and I go, okay, let me hear you out, and then can you show me in the Bible where it says that, or is um in context point like saying this, right? If they can't, I go, okay. So where did you, you know, I try to walk them through. Okay, no worries. I understand where you're coming from. I can see where you're trying, like what you're trying to piece together, but it clearly doesn't say that. And that's okay. Like I, it's okay. People like the person that did you wrong is probably guilty of doing this. Yeah. Which I'm not trying to attack them, but then I go, okay, but this is what it says to this. Right. You know, um, like I had someone that said, um, like I feel this way. I feel, you know, I feel this, I feel that I feel this. And I, and, and, this is why I feel in the Bible such and such, and I'm not trying to expose this conversation, but I, it was clearly like, hey, man, here in Scripture it says the heart is deceitful, mm-hmm. right? So it's going to tell you a half-truth. It's going, your heart's going to tell you that. You're going you're gonna to have these feelings, right? You're, you're going to have this uh, feeling towards this. That's not, that's going to mislead you, and there's plenty of other Scripture that points to that. Your heart it will, will mislead you on that. And then let's let's then walk through the truth, right? Concrete doctrine, like the basics. I always go back to the basics. That's my thing is like, once we acknowledge that, okay, this is not a hundred percent being said in stone in the Bible and you can't find it anywhere in the Bible. Cause I'm willing to see you out and it might take some time and you can't find that. Then let's go back to basics. All right. Like who is Jesus? Like, this is why we're doing these episodes where we're, we're going through concrete doctrine, the Trinity, um, who was Jesus, who he said he really is like, is he really the savior? Like what, what does it mean to be a follower of Christ? What is that? What does it look like? You know, what is, how, how are we made anew? Like all these things, let's go back to that. That's the reconstruction. So for the deconstructionist, that's how I usually attack is hear them out, see where they're coming from. And like the, like I said earlier, it's not our job to convince or save anybody. You know, we just believe that we're, it's, it's seeing, it's getting them to see that you're just genuinely trying to help, yeah. and I'm not trying to convert you to, 
I'm not like a missionary trying to get a certain amount of numbers of salvations or whatever. Um, any, the only reason we do this, the only reason I talk to people about this, about this stuff is because I like, I care about their soul yeah. because I believe that like they're worth saving. Yeah. Um, and they might not understand that. So what you said was you would kind of like have a discussion to say, uh, where does, like, give me the evidence for your ideas, explain it to me better, help me understand better, um, and we, we can go to the Bible and look and see what where where it's falling apart for you. So I feel like maybe a deconstructioner may be okay with that. Uh, they may have completely wiped out evidence for the Bible altogether, and then you'll definitely see that on progressive Christianity from what I've seen is that the Bible um, is jacked up. It's not mm-hmm. God's Word. So then what do you do with someone who's going to disagree with you as the Bible being a standard. So the the progressive Christians, that's the hard one. Um, so deconstructionists, hey man, I've been hurt. Uh, people are going to fail you. Like it's it it's just who we are. It's in our nature. Um, and so if you put your faith in man, you will. I I have been church hurt too many times to count. Um, and it 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 it, it sucked every single time, and it really rocked my boat. Luckily, I, I had a community and 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 you as a, a a brother in Christ and also my best friend that was like, okay, good, let's walk this back up, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I try to offer that to everybody. With the progressives, though, you have to. I mean, I, I like it's uh, the way I look at it um, with these progressive Christians because I've seen I've seen many. Different well, ones. So there's, there's a spectrum of it, right? It's it's so hard to tackle. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to lump anybody up because like I've seen, I here's the thing. The one we'll we'll go into the category of the higher like I know the Bible and I know this and I know that and I I have a PhD in this or I've been taking um, seminary and college. One thing, we are me and you are not scholars by any means, right? But they, um, but they throw that term PhD pretty around pretty loosely, yeah. in my opinion. Anybody can say, I've got a PhD that also gives me authority. But from what I've seen, you see PhD people disagree on yeah, all the time. All the so time. Um, I, if I if I hear someone say, I have a PhD in this, I, I usually just tune out because I'm like, now you're not just going to give it to me straight. You're going to yeah. give me your credentials before you try to tell me yeah. what you're, what's going on. Yeah, so the ones that are like, trying to accept everybody the one that is like you know god is love yes he is love 100 percent um those kind of people i try to have a conversation in the sense of like yeah god is love what is your doctrine like what's the concrete right Mm -hmm. um like i said back to like was jesus god what are what are the topics that are like essential versus what we call like open-handed which means they're not as essential they're not essential for salvation yeah um but they build the church up and they're necessary for the church but uh things that we can differ on that are okay to differ on but what are the things that we differ on that are we believe are not okay to differ on it's like is jesus god is jesus do you believe he said he who he he is who he said he is is salvation through christ right Mm -hmm. And is it not done by our own works to our own bit, like to our own, um, to our own benefit, to our own, um, how do you, words, man, <laughs> what is words to what our is, own works that like we can contribute anything to get into heaven. Yeah. We walk through that and we're saying like, Jesus is God. He is who he said he is. Salvation is through Christ and there's nothing I can do. It's a gift. It's great. It's by God's grace only. And we're walking through this. Okay. 
We have common ground. We are concrete. Okay, so God is love. Let's go back to that. 100%. Dude, there's some things in the Bible that, like, it's hard sometimes being reading it and going, okay, let me really digest this. Let me really make sure I'm understanding the context. Reading before, reading after, <laughs> reading, understanding the chapter, understanding the audience is written to. I'm trying to do all this. Um, and there's been certain topics. Like, I spent, um, you know, weeks and weeks on. The thing is, though, is uh, at the end of the day, if, if God's word says X, Y, and Z, um, and you believe, and we just went through all this doctrine, and you believe a hundred percent that God's word is truth, and we, and we're there. It's not about me, and I align to God's word. I don't align God's word to me, right? right. And so those people, I gotta go. Okay, which you may at times, not, yeah. You know, I've been guilty. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna say. But I'm you're spooky. trying not to. I'm trying you're not to. Making a conscious attempt to say I don't. I don't know it all. So there's those people, right? And those people, I have seen more. That's the majority. I think that's mm-hmm. the the majority of like I just want everybody to be loved, and like that is not. That's not God, man. That's not Christ. Like Christ loves everybody, and it's like. Yeah, like he loved us so much that he sent his only son to. But he's to, also just. He's also a just judge, and you know, like Christ dying for you—that's the good news. But just as I've said it before, just as much as he died for you, we also have to die to ourselves, right? And 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 he says, "Take care of your own cross," and like, you know, and that's the part I don't like. It, that's the hard part, and uh, he says, you know, if you try to save your own life, you'll lose it. Like if you. Do it. What what benefit is to have you know the world, but to lose your own soul? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if you try to hold on to the world and hold on to like Christ, you gotta you gotta. It's either you're all in or you're all out, right? Um, and so that once you understand though, it's hard. Like it takes time to like really because like it's hard because we are guilty, guilty centered. It takes so much time, dude. And I still daily like I'm like. Oh, I'm not as bad as that guy. I'm not mm-hmm. as bad as this. Or like, and I, once I started realizing how God is so just that he does not waver on sin and that, you know, the hatred in my heart for someone that cut me off or uh, didn't do their job the right way and I got to pick up after them and it drives me up the walls. That hatred that I had for that split second is just the same as the guy who committed murder is the same as the guy and that's hard to a hard pill to swallow it's a a matter of the heart it's the matter of the heart it goes further than what the law states it goes it goes into your heart but then it's across the board just once you understand that i mean it's like dang like that's why jesus is so good right that's why this is works then you got the ones that the superior knowledge those that that group is really hard to um tackle and deal with so and we won't uh there will be people that we were just not going to agree on because yeah. uh, and agree with because um, what I noticed in the progressive Christianity side is that the Bible as a standard uh, doesn't always apply. Mm-hmm. And so now we've already lost. So we don't have the common ground to have the conversation. So uh, you may not be able to have that conversation. Yeah. And if it's a deconstruction, you may not, you also may not be able to have the conversation. But here's the thing that we have to do. We speak truth in love. We we are the salt and light. And uh, if someone is not following Christ, they they've fallen away, they've left the faith, or someone says that they are, but they don't believe the the scriptures and the truth that it preaches. Um, I think it's best that we hear people out, 
Yeah. Uh, we don't attack them. Um, there's a lot of division in this country where we attack people that don't have the same political views because we are incapable of seeing the other side. We're yeah. incapable of having discernment, incapable of having wisdom on how to talk to people. And so my challenge um, as we wrap up is that when you disagree with someone, um, if it's on the internet, just drop it. Don't even, yeah. don't even do it. Uh, if it's in person, definitely have a conversation and your job is not to convert them. Your job is to love them like Christ uh, loves them. That's right? the love, yeah. And so we do, like, that's our job. It's to love people that we disagree with. And you may disagree with them for, for the rest of your life. You may have this conversation and that you may get one chance. It may not go well. Uh, it's worth having, yeah. Uh, if, especially if you care for someone. But don't come at it as, like, you know everything. Um, don't be prideful uh, because um, God saved you, uh, and he didn't have to do that. Like, it's a gracious gift that you received because you're just a chump that's a sinner too. Yeah. And so um, just we need to be gracious to people. We need to give room to people. Um, you know, I don't know how long of a timeline you give somebody that's healing from some church trauma. Uh, the best thing you can do to help them heal is just love them and not mm. shove not I don't shove Jesus down people's throats. Yeah. Now I'm not saying to not talk about Jesus because some people will phrase it that way. Oh, you're shoving your religion down my throat. No. Um. Be be true to God's word. Absolutely. But be loving and just be a human being mm -hmm. made in the image of God, and that's the best thing that we can do. Because when we're talking about being black sheep of culture, uh. Black sheep are going to be the ones that aren't causing division. Mm -hmm. They're going to be the ones that are loving their neighbors. They're going to be the ones that are uh, pursuing genuine relationships um, to care about people the way that Christ cares about and us. The, and the last thing I'll say is that we're talking about how we approach things. Dude, at the end of the day, pray. Yes, <laughs> Pray for 100%. these people. Pray for someone that does disagree with you. And because... It's not by my own works. I Like you said, I can't save somebody. I can't convert them. Yeah, it's not pray that they'll know I'm right. It's pray no. that they'll see you. Pray that they'll see you, God. Yeah, just like... And they, they might and they might see you through me. Yeah, yeah, and that, like, whatever you, the Holy Spirit, like, speaks through me and that this would be a productive conversation and that they see who you are uh, and it's not by my own doing. Um, pray, 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 and I promise you, um, you'll just see things happen that are just amazing because it, it's all to God's glory and God is sovereign. And at the end of the day, I'm just a, a, a little tiny human, little speck on this great universe that God's created. So, um, and so, you know, if you have somebody in mind, that'd be great to, uh, you know, put forward the conversation. Um, just, just say, Hey, would you explain to me what's going on with you? Uh, and, uh, maybe something's going, maybe you're the one you're struggling and uh, open up to somebody. Tell them what's going on so so you can have some healing and so you can have some closure and you can get some guidance um, in, in your beliefs and kind of understand what it is you believe and why you believe it because we believe that's super important. Uh, so I hope that's been a challenge to you. It's been a challenge to me to be more gracious and loving to those around me. So thanks so much for listening, guys. Please, please, please share this podcast with somebody and also, please uh, type us up a review. Don't just leave us like a five-star. Type something up. That way people can see what we talk about and maybe say uh, something that you enjoyed. So thanks so much for listening, guys, and we will see you in the next episode.